0: Welcome to Market Proof Marketing, the podcast from the industry leaders at Do You Convert, where we talk about the current and future state of marketing and online sales for builders and developers across the globe. We're not here to sell you, we're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. Is there a topic you'd like us to cover or a question you'd like us to answer? We'll do it. Simply send an email to show at doyouconvert.com. And she's here, our brand new creative director. I thought it should be like world ruler of home builder design, but she said creative director was more appropriate. Carla, thanks so much for taking time out of your already insanely busy schedule to sit down and talk with us.
1: Yeah. Look at us, Kevin. I say that a million times. It's been a (laughs) journey to get here. Now we're recording a podcast. Yeah. Well, this is the...
0: The wonderful thing, if you have not listened to episode 121 of Market Proof Marketing, go back to that. That is Deep Design with our special guest, Carla Tootin. So you can hear the full backstory of her firing me and all the rest once upon a time. It's a quasi joke, kind of real, kind of a joke.
1: (laughs) I just happened Um, to be there.
0: Yeah, you were there. It happened because of you, but not necessarily because of you. So yeah, go back and listen to that if you want the full background. But one of the things that, there are a couple of things that Carl and I have in common. The first, we've just uh, recently confirmed. We are both introverts, although most people who we interact with may be surprised by that at times. So we're good at hiding it. The second thing is we both love design. The big difference is she stuck with it and is 15 times better than me. My only design skill that I think I've, I've left, whenever retirement happens, I'm going to break back out the oil paints and charcoal, but I can speak design. I can't do design like Carla can, but I can speak design, uh, which is, which is half the
1: battle is being able to communicate it. I think.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And the third thing that we have in common, there's more, but we'll stop at number three is that it both took us about three years from the time we were first approached to join. Do you convert to pull the trigger? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. real quick summary of my background, and I'll let you tell from your perspective what the hell happened with your journey, your journey to us. But um, for me, I was at NVR, the parent company of Ryan Homes, now Heartland Homes and NV Homes, and was running two homeowning divisions for them. Mike had called me up when I was still at Heartland, the private company, and said, Hey, I just think there's amazing amounts of opportunity, but I can't do this by myself. Can you come help? And I said, you're crazy. I love what I'm doing here. And then over the course of three years, he would touch base every once in a while. And I'd be like, you're just a person. Like, <laughs> it seemed it seemed very scary from my perspective to leave large organizations that did hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue and had all these employees and everything else around it to go, Mike. But eventually, it just it began to make more and more sense to me over time. I loved my time at NVR, but it wasn't the position that I was in managing two divisions and being responsible for all the warranty and mm-hmm. sticks and bricks and, and all the rest of it. I was like, I really just am a, a marketing and salesperson more than anything else, and I, I just don't know if this is the best use of my time. And Then there was the 100 um, customers who were upset from the acquisition, You know, certain that the new company was going to build cheap, crappy homes and the new com- and the old company uh, kind of sold them down the river, which wasn't the case. everyone was treated fairly. but it's still a lot of interaction I met with over 100 people, Carla, I was threatened to be punched in front of my at the time three and a half year old daughter. I was spat at and she didn't hit me. she hit the floor but I she wanted her all the hardwood in her two-story home replaced uh, due to a scratch in the foyer and I offered to replace the hardwood in the foyer and part of the hallway. And she spat on the floor and said, that wasn't good enough. There's more to it. But yeah, eventually I picked up the phone and called Mike back and said, okay, it's time. But that was a three-year journey and couldn't be happier about about the choice I made. But from your perspective now, I'm curious to turn the tables on you. What took three years?
1: It did take three years. It was a journey. And I think a lot of it's like professional and personal development. Hmm. I think when we first started talking... I had just had Oliver, or maybe right before I went on maternity leave. And I was very- Oliver is,
0: her- Oliver is your son, for those of you not,
1: not aware. He was a little babe, and now he's in preschool, talking up a storm, and <laughs> running around. So that's about how long it's been. So we first started talking about that. I, I think I just, I was in-house for a builder here in Savannah. Loved it. I rebranded them. I was our marketing director over the OSC Rebranded
0: everything. Like, you don't mean just mean logo, but- Sales center experience is completely different. In fact, I remember visiting them a couple of years before and thinking, mm, "Model presentation, not the not the sharpest." That 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 in particular is one of the most impressive things. I think that you helped them help them with for sure.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, I basically I threw my whole passion into redoing it. Love the family, love the company, loved home building. And I have this mentor. I talk about Rob all the time. He was my first creative director. I owe, I think, a lot of my success professionally and my skill set to him. So I tell everyone, be a mentor, find a mentor. He had said, you know, you're a really good designer. Why don't you try out being freelance? That was scary. But I leaned into it, trusted it, went freelance, had my own thing for about three years. And I think shortly after I left Lamar Smith, which is now Smith Family Homes, you had mentioned me joining them. And I was like, I'm very comfortable. I don't want to like shake anything up. I got a lot of big changes. Let me figure it out. I worked in a lot of different industries. I was like, I don't want to home myself right now into just home builders. I want to gain experience. I did like financial, real estate, student housing developers. Yeah. I saw a retail
0: home. or a restaurant or something.
1: Retail, yeah. There was a restaurant. There was the woodworking, there's photographers, a lot of different things. So I get to use those skills kind of across a different lot of industries, a lot of industries. Yeah. Lot of fun. And so we just kind of kept in touch and I'm like, wow, Kevin and Mike are really nice and they're still really nice. And so <laughs> you invited me to Pulse and I think one thing that stuck out of our many conversations was, I think it was after Pulse, after the first time I said, I'm oh, the
0: summit, you mean? Yeah. This, summit, well,
1: summit. no, Pulse. This was like 2020.
0: Oh, the virtual thing?
1: The virtual thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quick review, in the middle of COVID, when no one was traveling anywhere, Mike said, hey, Kevin, why don't you get on a plane? And fly here to Oklahoma, and we'll do a virtual event. So we called that event the Pulse. Tickets, I think, were like 150 dollars a piece, and we had I think over 500 people. Gosh, the number might even be low. A lot of people, and we were like, "Hey, Carla, you should just observe, see what's going on." I think we we put your logo on there as, mm-hmm. as your freelance organization to try to help you out as well. And yeah,
1: well, we had a conversation after I told you down, turned you down the first time, and I was like, "Oh, corn." <laughs> <Lord." laughs> um you had said you know I'm young and I kind of need to decide if I want to build something like an agency of the like or stay freelance and I think I didn't really have an answer but I think throughout the course I don't think I talked to you this, about this but I'm just thinking in my head I would love to build something but how do I get there you know and I think every time I go to Summit and I'm a sponsor there and I see everyone I get kind of reignited my passion of like helping builders and. I think about how I get to rebrand them, get to like be a part of their team, and so every summer I'm reminded, wow, another year has passed. I should really decide if I'm going to make the jump or not. And I think I reached out to you guys again. We started the conversation. I just realized, and I think Will Diderset recommended this book. I said thank you to him personally like a million times. Called "Obstacle Is the Way" by Ryan Holiday. Mm, I read yes, it. Great book. I read it on my way to Columbus to visit Carly and it made me realize that like, overall, what I want to do, my main goal is the same. I want to help make an impact to builders and help them and be their partner in that. And so I think we also both handle our clients the same way you it as a partnership. Yeah. So, No, no, we had more conversations and I'm glad it worked out and happy to be here.
0: Well, the, the design part, I would, this might make you mad at me. And you will take back all the nice things. I feel like the design part is easier, meaning you can look at someone's work. And if you know that they're doing it and they're not just outsourcing it to, you know, at this point, artificial intelligence companies and the like, you know, you, you had done, had enough history of work and we had worked with you when you were at Lamar Smith that we knew that you did great design work. So that, that was, that's the easy part. And then what made it so great, and this is why, again, I I would felt comfortable walking away from Lamar Smith and saying Carla can handle it is your, your approach, your thoughtfulness, your style of communication. And more than anything, every time you would turn me down, it was really, at least I was taking it more as because you cared almost too much, which is a piece of feedback that I get all the time. It's like, Kevin, just stop caring so much about everything. It's okay. In fact, one of the people, one of the, one of the feedback things we got from this year's summit was funny. I think it came from Tyler. If you're listening, who I've known for many many years and watched him grow in his career. He's now a VP of Sales and Marketing for a, a good sized home builder, and he's like, Kevin just needs to relax and have more fun. <laughs> and they're like, I just want to do great work. I want to help people. That's I'm just so passionate about that. And so a, a lot of your thing was just, I, until I have a very clear picture of, of both what I want, but also how I can help and be successful. I don't want to do this yet. And if anything, just like, you know, the takeaway close is one of the best closing techniques of all time. Every time you would say, no, I was just like, okay, um, you can wait. (laughs) because this is, Well, I appreciate your patience. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to today where you now are starting an entire new service line or service opportunity that we can help with builders. So we've, we've done design as part of, of what we do with builders in that kind of core design that's necessary for ads to run digital ads and for things to run online. Design was kind of built into our package. So the creative design that that you're bringing on board is one, both just at another level, you know, we're, and we we're always been open with this with everyone that we at our core are a performance-driven organization. I and mean, if we can't drive results, then we don't care if we look good, but don't drive results. We want to drive results is, is first and foremost. But always the reason we we wanted to talk to you and, and we're looking for an answer was but if we could just tack on an additional ability to do really great design, but keep all the rest of what makes do you convert unique in our approach with builders. That would be just something so different and and incredible that we'd love to have that opportunity to do so. So you're going to be leading up this creative services department, I guess is the, Mm -hmm. is the best term, multiple designers supporting and, and working with you in different ways, but talk to me a little bit about what that looks like in terms of the types of things that you Either already have been helping builders with, or hope to do more of.
1: So, really, the easiest way, and I, I love it when people ask me this question because I'm like, well, it could be a really long list, but essentially, my role when I was in house was if it's outward facing or the logo is on it, it needs to pass through creative and it needs to be branded and it needs to be consistent with your brand, and so, that's basically that it in a nutshell. We can do site maps, do it all, sales. Yeah. Booklets, art direction. I've done some art direction for websites, micro sites, and even small things like if you just need some collateral flyers, maybe quick moving home flyers. But something built out as like a lookbook journey, even that we've kind of got in the works too. So,
0: yeah, I've seen I've seen many uh, a PDF documents d- documentation for for selections and signage programs that you've worked on mm-hmm. with at Stylecraft and other places. So I mean, that's the other kind of really easy thing about all this is that we've been working with you for many years ever since you've been on your own, when people needed a great partner on the design side. It was like, you should go talk to Tutan Creative, which was the name of your your company. Mm-hmm. And so there was already a a good number of builders that are that are already engaged with with both of us at the time, even before bringing it all together. What would you say is your kind of core, focus so i was talking about like do you convert our our core focus was was we want to get results Mm -hmm. and we are an efficiency focused group but from the design perspective is there kind of a a philosophy or or a approach that you kind of
1: probably my number one approach and i hope i don't get too confusing because i think everyone values or sees design differently but really (laughs) my style or how i design is essentially it needs to be minimal yet meaningful so i if your design or your assets look absolutely crazy, take it. you can apply that to your brand standards all the way to like a flyer. It needs to be simple. Your message needs to be clear to who you're talking to. And essentially, I'll take it and I'll strip it down and make it more effective. And that's kind of what kind of embodies everything that I do for design. And then to push it a little bit further, when it comes to like something more tangible, like brand management and your assets, uh, like things to be consistent, there needs to be a system, there needs to be a reason why we use your fonts, colors, patterns, photography, everything.
0: Yeah, I think what I love is you, you didn't just go straight to the trope of kind of Apple, but you know, everything that also, I just think back to my time at university with my professors in the arts program. It was, you look at something as an outsider and you say, oh, they just added a line or they just did whatever it is to the brand or to the design element. And you're like, that's so simple. That took no effort at all. And it's almost, I forget, is it Michelangelo or Leonardo, some, whoever gave the quote about, you know, I look at the marble and I just have to, to chip away to re- reveal what's underneath.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That might be how it is in sculpture. I was not a great sculptor. So I I can't confirm or deny that in my fine arts background, but graphic design in many ways, one I I think it's problem solving before it's art. Mm-hmm. Like at its core essence, you're trying to solve a problem which is communication based. But it's almost like you're adding a whole bunch of marble to the block first. So there is elements of craziness and almost like if you just walked by a, a designer doing their work, you'd be like, they're cuckoo. They're they're like manic. There's some something like yeah. So many iterations and so many variations, and you're almost like adding a whole bunch of stuff to it that maybe wasn't there or wasn't there in the same way. So that ultimately you can still rip it all away, but you almost have Mm -hmm. to go through that additive process before you can get back to the core. Is that?
1: Yeah. You should see my artboard for this. I worked with Beth on it for their home lending company called Kangaroo. And that was a journey. Her and I (laughs) could talk about that case study. That was a journey. But the artboard for that went through so many iterations. There's a lot of strategy that goes into it. There's a lot of thought that goes behind it. So a lot of that additive process and taking away comes with branding and even I mean, it just there's just so many different things. I think everything I do is I try to be strategic about it. It has to make sense. So you can't just have meaning meaningless design and just put things on a page and call you know have information on there whatever incentive and hey, I put it out there. that's it. I think it needs to be effective for what you're doing.
0: Yeah. So one of the other things that I really appreciate about your approach, Carla, is the sense of value that you want to deliver. And in our conversations about how all of this could and should work for builders, we kept coming back to different examples that we had personally experienced or, or knew of where, you know, Builder X needs an update to their site map. They want to change some things from available to sold and maybe unfortunately sold back to available, whatever. Mm-hmm. And And many places that would get kind of added to um, an invoice list as either like a half hour job or a one hour job, because you would have kind of these minimum thresholds of work. Like, well, my designer had to open up the file, do this, that, and it it might've only taken them five, 10 minutes to do, Mm -hmm. but kind of the minimum charge was X, uh, you know, whatever the hourly rate is, because you just can't bill for less than an hour. Mm -hmm. even just talking through that, I can tell by your body language. How does that make you feel that whole concept?
1: (laughs) I think we talked about this. I was like, I understand where they're coming from. And I get that, but it's hard for me to just be like, yeah, 150 bucks for that. Like it took me like five minutes, but I think what we're trying to do hopefully is kind of have a list of all these services and maybe a bunch of little tweaks that we can do that way we can go in and expand on. You may not even realize all the things that is possible when that we could handle and the yeah. vision could take over. but
0: When it comes to design, we often have joked in the past that a do you convert, once you start working with us, we're like an all-you-can-eat buffet in that you have unfettered access to the team and you can email us and, and ask for whatever you need help with and we are all for you and you're not going to get any extra expenses related to anything that, that we do for you. Design, in terms of like real design, what, what Carla and her team are doing, is a little bit different just because of the nature of design and the like limitless iteration, and there has to be, I want to say constraint, but that's not really the right word. But there just has to be some boundaries on it. Mm-hmm. And so our goal is to find the right things that we can help a builder with, where more or less you don't have to think about it, and there is certainty in knowing what that expense is going to be on a regular basis. But then if you need something totally different outside the box, a, a more in depth project. That then you can get quoted a very fair and reasonable price for that specific project and make the determination. Almost, you can kind of think about it like you would a uh, a website uh, package with with most website organizations, where you're going to have a a hosting fee uh, that might have a, a certain number of hours built into it. But then, if you ask for a more in depth change to the site, you're probably going to get a proposal mm-hmm. for okay, we can we can add that feature, but it's going to be X and and take. Uh, this long to implement.
1: Right. And I think every month, I mean, there's going to be a bunch of little things that you need, to kind of like a monthly maintenance templated thing. And my mm-hmm. plan is hopefully when we get people onboarded, you kind of get this onboard package where we can kind of take a second look or look at all of your collateral and we need to, if we need to refresh it, we'll refresh it at that time. That way everyone feels good about our the kind con- continuity of your graphic language, what your visual language looks like. And then we're also just going to make templates and that way when we have to edit it, it goes by much faster and we're not reinventing the wheel every time. That's right. Part of like the design process is also having good systems.
0: Yep. And that that is another thing that I think actually that's something you and Mike Lyon have very much in common where your approach to like, okay, I have to have good design. I'm unwilling to compromise on that. But the efficiency that can be derived on those maintenance items and how can we do those as quickly and as inexpensively as possible for the builder That is definitely one of your superpowers, I think, of being able to keep that stuff organized and turn things around really fast. It might be
1: low-key OCD, but (laughs) (laughs) but I think, I mean, some of the, what drives up design and some other agencies is time and revisions. And a lot of that can be mitigated and solved by good communication. That's my job, is having good communication, setting expectations, and talking to a, a builder of like, here's what you want, here's what to expect. And you tell me what you need and I can deliver it. Right. And communicating that to the design team. And the second part of that is making a process that makes it easy for the design team to edit and easy for you to understand. And that way everything looks good. It's solid. And we kind of have this, just a solid stream of information. That's how you like make things fast, quick, easy, and more affordable. But the back and forth, going down that train can drive up the price.
0: Yeah. So... Here's a takeaway portion of, of this episode, which is that due to the fact that this is a a new opportunity that, that we've created by partnering with Carla and her team, we're going to our, our own builders first. So the 70 plus builders that we already work with are kind of first in line. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't get in line uh, quickly in order to be able to have an opportunity to speak with Carla about um, how we may be able to help. So it, it, you can look at graphic design and branding support as a standalone service. You don't have to be doing the other things with us, but we're always going to give priority to those who are already working with us in another, another fashion. Okay. So that's just, I'm setting expectations so that people don't get mad at me. Like you just put the episode out and then I call or email and you're already saying, hold up, but that might happen. Okay. One of the most interesting things, and I mentioned this on our last podcast reporting Carla is that I had now three people in total find the Easter egg on our website. I don't know if you heard about this yet, Mm -mm. but everyone knows how I feel about two subjects. One is pancakes and the Mm -hmm. other is billboards. Mm -hmm. And so in on the page uh, where you can see examples of previous work and it kind of lists out some other things that you have done in the past or that we can help people with billboard design is listed as a graphic design service we offer. So Mm -hmm. Uh hot hot seat question on a scale of one to 10, how much do you love billboards, Carla?
1: I think they're one of the hardest things to design for. That and a business card, surprisingly, are the two most difficult things to design for. Yeah. Because a billboard needs huge text and typically they want to say a lot, but then you also don't have a lot of space, even though it's 60 feet wide. You really don't <laughs> have that much space to say what exactly. you want to say and complete what you want to complete. And a business card is like, this big you
0: can't put on it right no i think that's i think it's exactly right and that's one of the additional reasons why i'm not a fan of billboards the first one is because people generally don't negotiate price or know how to negotiate price so they tend to overpay for them but Mm. secondly if you are going to have a billboard that was kind of because these people were not being snarky they were just having fun they're like hey kevin like they're laughing emojis no one was no one was angry or like haha you hypocrite it was just like What's this question mark laughy face? And the and the what's this is you're still not going to hear from me a recommendation that anyone goes out and get a billboard other than a highly negotiated directional sign turn right here you just missed us whatever. But regardless if you're going to put that money out there and put that board up you better make sure it's designed well. And again this goes back to graphic design being problem solving, part of the problem to solve is we have to help you and you or whoever else on your team understand that we can't have five different messages on the billboard.
1: No, (laughs) Mm -mm. no. And then make the logo bigger. Like I can only make it so big. So we need to, we also only have like three seconds to see that billboard. So whatever you're going to say needs to be digestible very quickly.
0: And probably not a script font.
1: No, I do not recommend that. (laughs) Absolutely not.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it. What would you say, a couple more rapid fire, the most challenging project that you've ever worked on for a home builder? We might've already referenced it uh, in passing, but...
1: Oh, did you have one in mind? They're always
0: thinking... Big. Oh, no, no, no. I just, this is, you, this is you, not me.
1: I will say one of the, the biggest ones I'm just about to wrap up has taken maybe eight months to do is a design selections booklet. We started talking and it was 60 pages and now it's almost 200 pages once you start like building it out. And there's like literally a thousand different photos. That is an awesome piece to have. And so I'm glad that we can finally wrap it up. But because of what's been happening with the supply chain, we have to make decisions. There's a lot. So we're kind of wrapping that as part of their deal every quarter. I'll go in. You give me. We'll just do every quarter schedule a meeting out. I'll go and update it revise it, update it for them, and I've trained them on how to do it themselves if they want to. I don't love to gatekeep how to do design. Oh,
0: that's the other—that's the other natural thing. It was, you know, I've never heard anyone else um, in the design world in our our first kind of official conversation after joining. You were like, "Yeah, and I can I can train people how to do this stuff better too." I was like, "Training that now you're speaking our love language here. Do you convert?" Because we love just helping people, but we also love training.
1: Well, I want to help what I've discovered through all the different builders you've sent me is everyone has their different type of teams and their systems. So however you want me to plug in there, I will help you the best that I can. If you want me to do it all, I will do it all. But if you have an internal team, great. Save that money. I will deliver those files to you packaged up and I can train them if they need to be trained on how to do it. If you've got bigger layout things you want me to change. Absolutely and if, and if
0: those files show up with a password, the password is password. <laughs> For some reason, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but we're not going to lock them. And I, no, I think that's I think that's awesome. Because you are going to... I mean, that's part of the challenge any designer I've worked with. We get 99% of the way there. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just save ourselves collectively 10 emails back and forth or another meeting. And please just send me the Illustrator file so I can nudge that thing one pixel to the left. Or, you know,
1: yeah, pixels on Illustrator. It,
0: Carla's already you judging wanna, me. You I know. You
1: want Illustrator. I
0: Illustrator's vector. There's no pixels.
1: I love... Illustrator is pixel. We'll we talk about that later. Yeah. If your team wants to go change the price on their own, feel free. I'm not going to say, yeah, I have to be the person to edit it.
0: Right. Because again, we're not trying to just go after hours. That's not the point. Mm-hmm.
1: No, this is for you. This is to help you look better, be better, have a better system. So
0: It's to help the builders. It's also to help Carla change the world through design, the home building.
1: That's world my through. plan. Everyone, Everyone could just look nice. It would make me feel so much better. I sent Jackie Lipinski the screenshot. You guys have like this top content thing running on uh-huh. social. And there's this Jen Barkins on there. And there's this like yard sign or this site sign on there. I, f- I find it so irritating that I just <laughs> wish I could just take it. and just let me, I would, if I could, I would literally volunteer, do this for charity. Like, let me just fix your sign for you, please.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that might be something we do later this year is like extreme home makeover design mm-hmm. edition, graphic design edition,
1: you know, like here, smaller I, builders.
0: I think, I think we should have a contest where like, if you do fewer than 50 homes a year, there's some type of like, you, and we won't, we don't even have to show the whole world, but you just submit your thing that you feel like is in need of desperate help. I think that'd be a fun.
1: I'll do it. You might be joking, but. Don't... No, I'm not
0: joking. I think that's odd. I Like will I still do it. I still also, since we're throwing things out there, if anyone will pay to have me come visit them, uh, cover all the expenses and agree to let it be filmed the whole time, I will come for free. Like you just pay for the airfare. Uh, I'll even stay at your house if you want to save expenses on, I mean, I need a separate room, not a couch, but we truly are. Someone once said kind of, I wasn't sure if it was, they said, you know, you're a quirky group of people. Yeah. It's called being passionate. That's what right. I said. Not or not, or slightly OCD, like you said, yeah, low key OCD, we're just passionate. That's what it is. That's right. Yeah, yeah, who is that on that sign now that I'm looking at Jen's blog? I don't
1: know, but it's like a million miles high with these flags on top. It mm. drives me bonkers.
0: Yeah, right. okay. Um, meaningless questions just to wrap things up on a lighter note favorite football team, college football team.
1: Okay, go dogs. That is today, that is tonight. So we're gonna win. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch. You will.
0: I'm kidding. kidding. I'll watch. Go dogs. Yep. Go dogs. Okay. Do you have a favorite NFL team or you don't care about NFL? Oh, no. Just. Yeah. And your hometown where you live is, in case someone missed it,
1: Savannah, just outside of Savannah,
0: Georgia. So who has the best pecan pie in Savannah, Georgia?
1: Oh, you know what? My mother in law
0: makes really good pie. Oh, well, that's a heartwarming story. Favorite music group from your childhood?
1: Fleetwood Mac. There's a lot of home videos. Of my dad playing That's Fleetwood why you and Jackie
0: Mac. Lipinski get along so well. She's Jackie Lipinski, if you don't know, is a Beatles nut. I think she said, uh, visited her house when I was in Seattle two times ago. And I think she said every Saturday or Sunday, they still put a certain Beatles record on as a family. And just like, mm-hmm. I think the word is chill or vibe
1: or, um, uh, to we it. Played, we played Landslide by Fleetwood. And my son was in the back and he was like, oh, I love it. I love this song. And then after that, he was like, "I also love Blippi, Coco Melon." Yeah. I was like, "Okay,
0: okay." okay. Uh, also, a little the fact: the one of the voice actors for Coco Melon uh, now is the guidance counselor at my daughter's school. She's moved from Southern California to Columbus, Ohio. I hate that show. <laughs> I know that's everyone's reaction.
1: I was like, <laughs> that's everyone's why? Reaction. Why? Why? Can we do something else, please? Yeah.
0: Like- Favorite color?
1: I like jewel tones. I've. Jewel-toned. What is that
0: even? Wow. So yeah. Tell me what that is again.
1: Jewel toned is like this muted yet saturated color. So sometimes it's like a richer maroon, a richer Navy and a richer, richer emerald color.
0: Okay. So like the opposite of boho where everything, like it's desaturated. You're, yeah, you're like
1: opposite. adding I'm saturation. Like more saturated. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. You see like in the background where it's blurry, you've got like those reds. Yeah. Yeah. These
0: blue- little squares. That's uh-huh. kind
1: of like on the border of jewel toned.
0: Okay. PC or Mac?
1: Mac, please. Like, I just like threw in, I invested my whole life okay. in Mac.
0: Two more. These are going to be easy. Least favorite font? Papyrus, probably. Okay. And uh-huh. the ugliest home builder logo you've ever seen?
1: I'm going to say this one because I rebranded them, but probably Lamar Smith signature home. <laughs> that's <Okay>. a safe <laughs>
0: answer. I, re- I still might bleep it out just so people's interest <laughs> is peaked, but that's a safe one. Good. Good job. That means you're smart. You yeah. didn't fall for my trap. All right. And because she's now on the deconvert team, this will not be the last that you hear of Carla on a podcast either. So I just <laughs> volunteered you to come in sporadically as part of the rotation. So Once I forward, start using these muscles, it'll be easier. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I was driving. We had to drive um, 19 hours to and from Orlando because thank you Southwest. you You ruined our lives. So we decided to drive. And a new builder that we start with in two or three months called up with an, with an urgent question. So I tell all the kids to hush in the car and I put in my AirPods and I, I call him back. He's on the West coast. It's like nine thirty at night dark. And I'm driving through Charleston, West Virginia. And my wife actually took a video of the whole conversation. And she goes, why the heck were you talking with your hands the whole time? She's like, you don't talk with your hands ever really in real life. Like just you're normal, but you're like full on Italian with, with everything you're doing. She's like, you're talking on the phone. I go, that's really interesting. I think it is because I'm in this box and you have to convey emotion somehow to box. people through the box in Zoom. Yeah, it's true. You'll, you'll get your hand motions will come out over time. I'm already I like, did like a that. force, not the droids you're looking for. Hand motion. All right, Carla, thanks for hopping on. Couldn't be happier to have you on the team. I'm excited to see all the amazing uh, design improvements to come this year. Me too. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Market Proof Marketing. Can't wait for the next one or looking to connect with other new home marketers? Become a member of our private community, DYC All Access, which is 100% free and always will be. Get exclusive content not shared anywhere else access to private events, and the ability to join a marketing impact group with other marketers like you around the country. Visit our link in the show notes or members.duconvert.com to join. All opinions expressed by me, Andrew Peek, Jackie Lipinski, and our castmates are solely our own opinions. Now get to work and make sure your company is market-proof.